Hello, and welcome to Carnival Personnel Sideshow. I'm Jacques. Uh, hey, this is Beth. Hey, this is Joe. Hey. A <laughs> uh, couple, couple of the co-hosts have just hit Peter Brady. It's been Brady. Anyways, a few weeks ago, I was driving, you know, riding my, uh, doing my job for Uber, the unpaid Uber, untipped Uber for my kids going from point A to wherever am. And I don't know what made me think of it, but I thought of some sound or I heard some sound that hearkened me back to the days of yesteryear, my childhood. And I started thinking, what sounds would really define my childhood and my early adolescence? And I reached out to Biff and Joe and said, hey, would you guys mind indulging me in doing yet another entire episode long self-indulgent theater and let's put together lists of sounds you know across the board i didn't give any kind of uh guardrails or any kind of limitations but what sounds would you say that described your youth if you had to do it play name that tune and you had 10 different tunes and you could do one note from each and and they applied so do you guys have fun putting lists together was it homework or was it fun you know, yeah, it's I mean, interesting, right? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I was yeah. going to say it was the fun, most fun 10 minutes right before this yeah. podcast. I ever <laughs> uh, Yeah, I actually went through like, you know, like I started and then I said, I'll come back to it. And then, you know, things kind of came up and and then it's one of those things where it, it was kind of um, a kind of an interesting representation of, you know, where I had lived in my childhood kind of a thing also. So there's that part of it also. Well, that I mean, that's we're all going to have crossovers. The three of us are going to have the same things at one point. And then because of stuff that you and I share, Joe, living here, a regional thing and, and uh, maybe a sports thing with Biff and I. But I, I was excited about it. But, yeah, I, I did think of that, Biff, because, you yeah. know, in the span of what about span of was it five years you went from living in Toronto. You went from Tokyo to Toronto to Honolulu, you know. So if it's five, if you think there is a five five-year period where I was in New York, Tokyo, and Toronto. Wow. But uh, the New York portion isn't going to be really represented here. But I did. I think I, I think my approach was very different than yours in that because I think that mine is hung up on, you know, stuff that are kind of almost uh, literally stuff from my childhood and not anymore. Oh, well, you know what, uh, Joe, do you got before we dive in, you have any thoughts about the the 10 minutes, just just like your SAT, you, you put in a good 10 minutes before walking in the room and, you know, that's how geniuses work, man. You know? <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, when you are in a state of arrested development, like myself, it's a lot easier to it's harken like, back to your child. <laughs> it's like, gee, what am I, you know, what's different from, uh, you know, a couple of hours ago when I was thinking about my childhood, you know, I'm just constantly thinking about my childhood. So yeah. And it's a lot of this is media related. I look around my office. I look around, like when I go over to Joe's, it's like, yeah, it, you know, I, I, I'm happy that uh, I, I, I didn't have a hard time putting this list together, but you know what? We're going to start with you, Biff. Uh, give us a sound that you would say really defies, defines your childhood. I'm going to start off with the sound that Steve Austin makes when he turns oh. into the fast mode on Six Million Dollar Man. Uh, There's something about that. 
is there is there you know uh joe joe i joe and i were talking you know just before you jumped on biff and i'm like well i don't want to talk about anything but joe said hey i might have to help you track down these sounds because there's certain sounds that i'm gonna put out there that you're gonna think oh i know that but it's a specific version i want to help you find with that with that one biff got it (laughs) i i am not gonna know and and yeah it's like one of my earlier like my favorite show kind of things or let me rephrase it my favorite north american shows and i have to say north american because i watched it in canada but um it is one of those things where and you know and you know everybody made the sound you know in the you know whatever right so well well, could i correct you biff uh you said made past tense like (laughs) i don't make that sound every time if i'm fake like uh you know when when, uh when my son was a lifeguard this summer and and we were jokingly trying to teach him how to do the slow run like like but at the same time you can't do a fake slow run without no this is well i mean the reference, you know, probably evades most of the audience at this point, but still, yes. I don't know. I think that a lot of people who grew up in the 70s and 80s that know the sound have and have since made like yeah. their own TV shows reference that <laughs> sound. Yeah. Even like cartoons. Like I've seen oh, it yeah. done yes. in animation, yeah. like, you know, yeah. like Cartoon Network type cartoons. Yeah. Biff, you were off to a strong start. Uh, what, what do you got for us, Joe? Um, well, I don't know. I'll just go from the bottom. And a lot of these, you know, a lot of these are like themes. I'm trying to, I'm trying not to like rely and lean heavily on themes because songs are kind of cheating. I know we're looking yep. for specific sounds. Maybe the, my first thing would be the Looney Tunes theme. No, that dude. I mean, it just harkens. I mean, you know, if if we were going to do sites, it's like one of my favorite things about living in Southern California and working in Burbank for many years is driving by the Animaniacs house. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. water tower in Burbank, whether you drive by it, Biff, you right, know, right. weekly, depending on where you know where you skated in Van Nuys from. From yeah, no, it's, uh, the Looney Tunes thing, dude, one hundred percent. 100 percent joe i mean i mean now that you're saying it you know a a sound uh, i want to write that down first the learning to z uh yeah i mean even if it's just the like right before the theme right 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 yeah there the tough thing that i had doing my list and uh i'll address it now it's once you open pandora's box with saying looney tunes off the top of your head without thinking joe give me four looney tunes sounds right um to me the iconic one it's me right it's that it's the falling of the uh Right, 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 right. Wiley Coyote falling down, yeah. whatever. Right, that's the yeah. Um, and as a okay, I, I guess it's not Looney Tunes, but another thing that reminds me of cartoon so sounds is uh, the Tom Tom the cat's yell whenever yep, he would yep. like light himself on fire. The ah, 
you know, like that. <laughs> yeah. the, the, the Wilhite scream of yeah. the Looney Tunes universe. You of the of, uh, yeah, MGM, but yeah. So, uh, no, that look, look the Looney Tunes, but but now, but now it is. It's one of those things. It's like, oh god damn it! How didn't I have you know me me. Like, like yeah, just, yeah. just that, just like that sound is that sound brings up a wave, like, like an absolute wave of nos- helping nostalgia. Um, so, so here's, and, and this honestly, uh, was one of maybe five real Sophie choice moments for me, but I'm starting with the most low hanging fruit. Um, and, and it's me, the sound of a lightsaber being turned on. Of course. Just that, you know, and and if I took it a half a step further, a lightsaber being turned on and the start of of a a duel, not the whole duel. You don't have to do it. And and, and for a second, you know, I thought like and I remember say what you want about the prequels, the absolute holy shit moment when Darth Maul has the double lightsaber like like of all the things he could have reinvented or introduced into this world nobody had on their bingo card hey what if a lightsaber turned into a dual lightsaber kind of staff thing uh but no my sound and again that's 77 so i'm eight you know when i see that movie with a broken arm uh with 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 our friend sully and his mom and and it was a whole neighborhood thing and to this day, like when my little guy who has quite the uh, uh, really impressive, expensive um, lightsaber <laughs> and uh, and when it, when it turns on, like and it just yeah. that sound is just euphoric. That's my first sound. The lightsaber being turned on. It turned you on. OK, so that's our number 10. All right. What do you, what, what, what do you <laughs> got next? 10. What do you got? I next actually to? don't have any orders. Um, I know. I, 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 I I'm, I'm, I'm changing just, media here. Okay? Yeah, I'm just going. My my next sounds go something like. For some of the, you know, we all, a lot of us tried to make that sound, but it's the Space Invaders sound ah. <laughs> as the stuff yes. moved across. And like, because it was the, I mean, I think it, it's, is it fair to say that was like the real first, like of the, like the commercial video games? I I don't remember a commercial video game before that, like where, you know, you pop in a quarter before that you had the pinballs and then the space, either way, Space, space Invaders was this kind of this phenomenon well, where I, yeah. I had to go to a local bowling, you know, alley to play it. Uh, as we talked in last week's episode that Joe has curated uh, it, it's still on today. It's a show called Chronicle. It's a magazine show on the on the uh, the the ABC affiliate here, and apparently it's been on since '81. Joe got me. I watched an episode that Joe curated from '82, and the premise was like Pac-Man had just came out, but they were also showing like you know 
video games have just started and the, yeah. there these kids are playing like the atari like you know the 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 because that was like pac-man and um space invaders i think were the first two things that ported over and i think joe correct me if i'm wrong i know you will because you know this you got space invaders with the 2800 right what game well, it's came? the atari 2600 that's it thank you thank you and you um not necessarily got space invaders because i think initially it didn't come with any pack-in games oh. um and then over the years i'm sure there were pack-ins <clears throat> right. but a lot of them were like pong clones um you know you get like multi-packs with pong clones but space invaders um I don't recall that being like a pack-in, but it was probably like definitely one of the things that drew people to the Atari 2600. Like, wait, I can play this game at home because you're right, Biff star uh, space invaders was like the first video arcade, like pong is maybe technically like really like the first big one to capture people's imaginations, but that was also brought home. But I think, I think the thing about space invaders more than pong and more than anything before that, the anxiety that that as that as that right. music yeah. slowly increased as those aliens were getting closer and closer i mean i think that that probably caused more 11 year olds to start re-wetting the bed after <laughs> after maybe a good four or five year window of not wetting the bed anymore because right. that's the first game that caused uh, PBS yeah. <laughs> right. and small children. Yeah. yeah, but I just remember like there was a whole, you know, so one machine per whatever location, right? And I just remember there was some dude came up with this idea of like you're playing and then he puts his quarter on the machine to, you know, declare next. I don't, is that, was that a thing everywhere else? Oh yeah. Like, you know, so yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, but no. The fact that we but waited who, in line to play that, you know. Who's the first guy to sack up and, and have the balls to reach across somebody and let everybody know? You know yeah, right. I got next. Yeah. I got next. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm sure that started with, like, you know, darts and pool and all that shit yeah. prior to that. Yeah. But, you know, as far as quarters, yeah. like, I don't think a quarter has ever been used ex- <laughs> before <laughs> until Space Invaders. So well, that's a great got you. Great yeah, pull. Um, I guess I'll keep on the video game theme and um, I'll have to go with the most basic sound my generation can associate with video games is the Super Mario Brothers theme. That's like, you know, that was like an awakening for my generation when, you know, you saw like this colorful, like cartoony looking video game that you could control on your TV and this music coming out of this thing that sounded leaps and bounds above what the Atari 2600 was putting out at the time, the bleeps and bloops. Like this thing had like composition. You know, like it was a recurring theme. It was yep. immediately catchy. And it was one of the pack-in games with the Nintendo. So pretty much everybody who had a Nintendo in 87, 88, 89 had Super Mario Brothers. It's, uh, yeah. has that has that theme changed over the years? I mean, 
there have been other themes, but that theme has been adapted. And like, I even saw this on a retrospective video. Like, even if I tapped, you know, like, okay. did you hear that? Yeah, that, that's it. That's it. You can hear, like, you know what that is. Well, you know? if I put my head, hold on. If I put my head close enough to the mic, can you now hear it playing in my head? <laughs> because it is now. No, that is that's what that's another one of those visceral things. Uh, okay, let's stay on video games, and mine uh, is 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 right in between the two of those. Um, I, I I went with uh, Missile Command. Like, like the boot up screen of Missile yep. Command when it starts, and then when you first start, you know, shooting your rockets, so you know, uh, you know, to to protect like the little city there and that whole thing. And I don't know if you guys have ever suffered this, but it was a thing, Missile Command elbow, because you would yes. sit laying on I your. Think, belly. I think you had. Some, I think I think you had something else. And you just called it the missile command elbow? <laughs> no, that was I didn't. That, that was years later, and and and, <laughs> and 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 hell yeah, no. But the way a lot of people, because TVs used to be lower to the ground, uh, uh, you know. And you're and talking you, about the Atari twenty six. The Atari twenty six hundred, yeah. So you would be laying on your belly, like with maybe a throw pillow on those elbows. On a, on like a really rough carpet. Yeah. Like a shag burber. carpet. Yeah, shag or perfect. Yeah, you know. Right. So then, you'll be shocked to hear this, but I I was raised in an Asian family, and so they didn't believe that children should have video games at home. I, it's just shocking. You see, <laughs> th this is this is my whole problem with you people, Biff. The, the the don't get higher in your own supply. So the Japanese make this, and they pushed it on us round eyes just yeah. to dumb us down over generations. Yeah. I, I think it's more Biff's parents. Like, no, it's my, my parents. No. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, the, parent, the generation afterwards, I mean, literally lined around the block for the new releases of Zelda. Yes. Or Dragon Quest or whatever yeah, it was. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like they're a huge, huge. Yeah. Like in the, in the, in the mid 80s. Yeah. Dominated. Hey, uh, all right. Well, what do we got next? What is your next sound, Biff? Oh, is that it on me now? Oh, yep. oh this is going to be a f completely, completely different where, uh, you know, I think I heard the wrong homework or a different homework. I pick, you know that fuzz you get when you change the dial on a radio channel? No, 100%. Yes, I have that. I have that I on my list. I, like it doesn't exist anymore Dude. like because you know like uh, the car radio it's, it's a car radio thing generally for me right also oh like the, you know we used to have the tuners but but now you do you just push the button and just skips and finds the next viable frequency so that you know the beginning yeah. of you know around the <laughs> dial things around the dial does not exist anymore i 100 percent agree and i mean man i wish i had that way of thinking when i was coming up with the list because i would have picked static like no. snow yeah. on TV. Right, snow, right. Uh, you know, uh, uh, you stayed uh, up too late. Joe, yeah. Joe, stop looking at my list. Uh, where do you got, Joe? 
Um, I guess I'll go with um, I'll go with um, the the PBS logo that came on like after like all like the Sesame Street mm. Mr. Rogers cartoons. Yeah. No, that yep. right at the end. Yep. The little chime there uh, with the guy's face making the <clears throat> P and the PBS. Yep, yep. The PBS man, I call yep. him. Yep. Um, yeah, that, that was like, you know, and of course, like, I got sad when as time went on, they, that went away, you know? So like right. watching the older shows, I would be happy because like, Oh, seventies, eighties, PBS man. Yeah. And then like, it got classy and sleek later in the nineties. And I was like, yeah, it's all over. Yeah. But you know, I, it's not on my list, but you know, that, that sound that NBC had when that had that little cartoon peacock with the feathers opening up. Yep. Like, 100%. Yep. You know, for me, that was another one. That's kind of like that. What, you know, what you just said. Was it kind of fluty? Yeah, kind of fluty. Yeah. You know, I'm going to start an honorable mention list. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, what do you have, Jacques? Well, you know, it's funny because I did have uh, UHF static. You know that sound of turning into right, right. Yeah. Go for it. But yeah. but that's but uh, I'm going to go back to uh, you know kind of what you just said with the NBC thing, uh, what you just <clears> said <throat> with the PBS thing. My thing, and this is. If I was ranking them and what it meant to me, not, especially not, my you're childhood, not go to some Spice Channel thing, are you? Oh, Spice yeah, Channel. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, but and and this was another one. It was kind of a little hard to narrow down, but it wasn't. Like I wanted the other ones to be closer, but dude, the MTV. The rocket ship launching, the guy landing, yeah, and that yeah, guitar. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's like a fourteen-second yeah. rift. Yeah, you know, in the because Mark Goodman <laughs> yeah, yeah. coming up in the next hour, we have the police. Uh, oh, yeah. I am. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. I'll, I'll say that was on my original list, and then I said, you know what, I'm gonna try to, you know, not do like theme songs as much no. as I can. Yeah, yeah, because I, mean, then, cause cause I, then I, I felt like it'll get me into this trap. So I actually had it and took it off my list but i i was thinking the same i was an mtv junkie mtv thing and i've watched different versions of it and i'm going with the classic like the original one so martha quintessential to my growing up yeah yeah See what I nice did there? yeah i liked you. it gonna take a skater and thank god you know think but shout out to vhs technology because if that <laughs> did not, if it didn't if we didn't have yeah. vhs if everything was digital like the way it is now Right, it would, it would all be in the ether. Like it would, we would have to imagine the MTV. Hundred percent, right? You know, thank God, some crazy ass people recorded MTV for six hours straight on a VHS tape. I actually have some that I have to put on digital. What? Like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what, what do you got next, Biff? Uh, is it my turn? No. Or is it, oh no! Wait. Because we went Fuzz, PBS, and then I went. Oh, yeah, with had... MTV. I went. Oh yeah, MTV. so it's Biff's turn. Okay. Yeah. Oh my God. You're gonna learn something new today. All right. Um. So, uh, mine is the uh, the announcement made by the driver of the uh of the person who is making uh who is offering 
uh, a paper exchange in Japan. So um, back in the day, uh, it was a thing where, and of course, <laughs> newspaper is not a thing anymore, but uh, you could basically gather your your paper waste and instead of throwing them away, this guy would come around in one of these small trucks with a megaphone announcing that he's coming in to, you know, to essentially exchange your papers. And then, you know, housewives would run out with their stacks of paper and they'll see how much paper that they got. And in, ex in exchange, that guy will give you toilet paper. Hmm. And there was, and, and so because this, this was such a pervasive thing in Japan, um, it, not only was it a part of my childhood, it's one of those things where, you know, people in comedy routines would imitate these things, you know. <laughs> the toilet and paper so man. This it's is like the ice cream is, truck uh, of Japan. <laughs> the in, toilet in paper sense, man. <laughs> <laughs> there was a certain way the guys did the you know you, you know did the announcing that made made it conducive to you know to doing this kind of a thing. You so something educational. Nice. Are going to have to help me track down that sound. Yeah, yeah. If you could find, or you're that... going to have to imitate it really yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I could try. Where you, it has come to across go super racist. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We could do the it effect has to of the go megaphone. through the megaphone. Yep. Yeah, that's the important thing. Oh, that no, that, it's like that. So, so uh, Japan was way ahead on the recycling. Um, actually, they were third world, and um, and so like essentially, you know, they just buying stuff was kind of like you know, you know. I mean, you have to understand, like people are freaking out about the hundred and fifty yen, you know, dollar, and about oh my god, the dollar is so strong against the yen, and like back then. It was 300 yen to the dollar. Wow. Like like 330. And now, like, was it, we, we, yeah. now the, the most important question, and, and I'm sorry if I'm stealing your yeah. question, Joe. Uh, was it two-ply toilet paper you were getting in exchange? Or, or would it have been better to did keep I, did the I paper? Made, did, I, did I mention it's, uh, uh, Japan was a third-world country, like yeah. multiply? What are you talking about? Here's the twist. The toilet paper was yen. So <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> it was that, That's that right. low. Well, I'm going to go, I guess, with a local sound as well. And only Jacques will really kind of appreciate this. It's the uh, sound of the, maybe not, maybe you wouldn't because you did, you lived in a different, you didn't live in the urban areas, but the uh, sound of an MBTA Boston subway chime. It's, this is where it crosses over. It's on my list. And I was trying to find the, I found the chime, but I was also trying to find the, 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 uh, the rumble, the, the, the North Stair, the Wellington station. Cause, cause I, I spent every other weekend at my uncle's in Everett and he lived near Wellington station and it went Wellington, some, uh, Wellington, Sullivan, um, community, community college, college. North Station. Station. And that's how we went to all the Bruins games or, or the Celtics games. But that chime, because it's funny, it, it's one of those things where in, in the honorable mention category, it didn't affect any of us. But I can't imagine if we were doing this with anybody who grew up in London that mind the gap wouldn't be, right. you know, and yeah. it's funny because 
like that has built because because I know about that. It has spilled over. They've used it on like Star Wars, the Clone Wars, and it's but yeah, that chime. There's two different chimes. There's two distinct chimes. Right. So there's the door opening oh. chime, which is the ding dong, and then the door closing chime, which is the ding ding. <laughs> so there's two distinctive chimes. Uh, but then I, I would also yeah. take I would also take a rumble like the subway rumble down the yep. tracks yep. or the uh, the screeching of the of the wheels yeah. as it turns on a curve. There are a few things that would uh, d- define my childhood more than the uh, Boston Bruins theme music. Which I think for the first four years of the podcast was, was our intro music. Yes, <laughs> it was a recover of that yeah. song. And so, yeah, I mean, I mean, and that is like when we started the podcast, one of the many, many things that Joe, you know, brought, you know, to the table, yeah. unbeknownst to me, that yeah. fills me with joy to this day is, is using that as our opening theme for a very long time. TV 38, right. WSBK. That's right. And, and I couldn't. This is Dana Hersey. Joe, if, if if you want to help me find it, I I could only find the the original themes, you know, from. But I couldn't find the, you know, we interrupt this program for a very special, you know, sport because there's always a special sports presentation, and it always seemed to start in the middle of Mash. Right. <laughs> Speaking of Mash, I think a lot of people in the in my era, uh, generation, also share this from the Boston area. As soon as Mash came on, you knew it was time for bed. Yeah. Like you know, it was like bedtime. It was like, oh, it's ten o'clock or whatever. All the yep. fun sitcoms are over. You know, the news is starting on another channel. It's time for sleep. Um, uh, so I guess it's Biff's turn to go next. What we well, you know, you know, eventually this was coming, right? The yeah. Howl of the Godzilla. Thank you very much. Yeah. I mean, that is my childhood. Thank you very much. Yeah. And, you know, and I I think I've brought this up a few times. Um, you know, Godzilla versus, um, you know, it's Hedora in, J- in Japan. I guess it's, you know, um, you know, uh, I've seen different pronunciations, but it's the smog monsters, right? The Hydra or whatever they call right, it. Right, right. Uh, the only movie my dad ever took me, you know, in my whole life. Wow. So, yeah. I count the two, sometimes three footsteps before you heard the roar, you know, because it was <laughs> right. always silent. Right. And I swear... Yeah you would feel the whole house shake. You know? Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially it is, if it the is TV kind of... was on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Uh, you know, and as a, as a, as a person, you know, seeing only that stuff, I was like kind of weirded out by the stop action technology that, you know, I saw in American, you know, American movies. I like, like, what the hell are they doing? Why don't they just dress up? You know? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like, what is that? Yeah. Uh, so let's see. So we got that. All right, what do you got, Joe? What's next? You're 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 up. All right, I'm gonna go with a sound that um, probably opened a couple of carnival personnel's, um, a la the Welcome Back Cotter parody. Yeah. But not not the song, the '70s sitcom applause. 
Carnival personnel was recorded in the Dan Moldy basement. Oh, mm. like that, that, that is excellent. Like that, that is noise. Excellent. It permeates yep. through my mind and had all throughout my childhood, whether it be <sighs> a Norman Lear from the seventies yeah. or like a threes company or a growing pains or even a married with children, you right. know, like any, you know, uh, taped in front of a live studio audience show like that, that, that cacophony of yeah. applause. Uh, I guess that be, and the laugh track, right? Yeah, I would say the laugh track is probably variant, like a more of a variation. But just that yeah. that applause yep. was like it, it punctuated the scene. It punctuated when the credits were going to pop up. Like it was a it was like an exclamation point, right? Kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it also it 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 like for Welcome Back, Cotter. It signified the beginning of the show. You know, mm. you, you'd hear the lame joke being told by Gabe Kaplan. Right. And then laughter, and then the smattering of applause—not smattering, but the yeah. roar of applause. Roar, the roar. Hey, what was that joke that they used? Uh, there was uh, what I'm trying to think. It was a famous "Welcome Back, Cotter" episode. He had a joke about an uncle. Do you, do you remember? Do you remember which <laughs> joke that was? <laughs> Let me uh, let me look through my uh, archives. Uh, oh, uh, every 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 <laughs> joke. All yeah. right. Uh, okay. So so. This this one this one might be for um I I don't know I don't know if this was a bit or if there was error in your wheelhouse. It had a there's a lot of sounds in in this realm in this box, <laughs> but there was a very distinct sound of Jiffy Pop popcorn being made. And no, the stoked up one with a yeah. stoked yes. up one with a yes. yes. I, I, yeah. I I rocked the Jiffy Pop in the eighties, man. Absolutely. Yeah. That yeah. that that was that was you know even though we were crazy poor, it's like Friday night. We were like that that was like the big treat as we would go through two or three of those Jiffy Pop yeah. things, and it was a big yeah. deal when you were old enough to be able to. You know, because you couldn't shake it too much, yeah. but you right. had to keep it moving. You I know. I know what I'm bringing to your house next time we watch <laughs> 70s commercials. Uh, but yeah, it was like that Jiffy Pop, the sound of it, because it's yeah. like popcorn makers have a different sound than this. But inside that little and and that little tin foil, expanding just, aluminum oh, dome, right? Oh, yeah, but but also. Yep. You know, yeah, no. So the 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 making of the sound of the Jiffy Pop being that's a, made. That's a classic one. So yeah. great. One. I mean, that Good was call. great. That's a great one. All right, Biff, you're on. Oh my God, this one is uh, such an innocuous sound, but the 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 answering machine beep. I'm glad you called, but I'm not home. But I'll be back before too long. You got crazy calls, a tape of seven different songs and funny recordings for only fourteen ninety five. Call 1-800-351-5200. Yeah. We don't have the answering machine beep. You know, and obviously that's the thing, you know, and it's a little bit low, long, you know, later than my youth, but it's one of those things where, yeah, you know, it's like, you know, you go back and then you push that button and like, 
it all you know and then obviously the number of beeps kind of told you you know how popular you were right so that was really important <laughs> no I mean, it doesn't I mean, matter if they were coming from you know the collectors you know <laughs> when i when i say defines our our, our childhood youth it, it's a it's up through let's say sophomore year of college so 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 you're you're definitely covered yeah. on that uh what do you got joe um i think we you you alluded to this in the group text but I, so I decided to throw it on there and get it over with the CBS special presentation yeah. logo. You know, mm-hmm. you know, uh, where it would be like Dukes of Hazard will not be seen tonight, right. so kids can watch cartoons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I mean that was what did that cover? That covered all the all the uh, all the Christmas ones. Did CBS have the market on on that shit? Pretty like, much. Like the Rankin I mean, they had Bass. The, they had they had the Rankin Bass cartoons. They had the uh, Garfield cartoons in the eighties. They had the Peanuts cartoons. Right. All in the seventies and sixties and eighties. Um, you know. Did they also have and, the, all the Frosty and all those ones. Weren't yeah, they the Rankin Bass cartoons. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. the one in Rankin Bass. I get it. Okay. Yep, like Rudolph okay. and stuff like that. Okay. So, yeah. yeah, no, that was so. When you but the oh the pang of disappointment or like the your your the bottom would fall out of your stomach when you would see like live from Las Vegas. It's the Donnie and Marie you, reunion <laughs> special. Like, oh no, it's not a cartoon. It's the Rockettes Christmas special. Here is here is one that could definitely be on your list, Biff. Possibly on Joe's. Yeah. Possibly on Joe's. Uh, but what's old is new again. The sound of a Polaroid picture being taken. The, the, the sound of the bulb, it's all one. It's the sound of the bulb, the sound of the picture, and the sound of the film coming out yeah. of the bottom of the camera. Because if you go to my mom's house and flip through one of the old books, that's what all the pictures were. Good. One of my major uh, regrets as I look back on it now is I think within the last 15 years, I forget when I got rid of it or sold it, I had a Tasmanian devil Polaroid camera. Like wow. the front of it looked like the Tasmanian devil. Right. And it was awesome. You know, obviously it was made in the late, like the mid to mid nineties, but it was rad. Biff's up next. What do we got, Biff? Well, you know, we're kind of on the, on the TV theme. Um, I'm going to move this one to just kind of stay on theme. I thought this was kind of the, the freakiest thing as a child, but um the WKB, it's very specific for me, but the WKB WTV, that's the Buffalo, New York, ABC affiliates, you know, announcement of, you know, it's 10 o'clock. You're watching Channel 7, WKBW TV, Buffalo. It's 11 o'clock. Do you know where your children are? Do you know where your children oh, are? Oh, no. <laughs> you're, you're, Biff, I, I would not in a million years had had that on my radar. But wow, did you just hit me with a wiffle ball bat <laughs> in the back like, of the upper thighs? Because and, I you know, that was right. Okay, yeah. Well, it was kind of freakish for me for one, right? It's like it's like, what are you saying, man? <laughs> okay. Yeah, like what I'm I'm right here. Okay. 
<laughs> I'm watching you. I'm I'm jumping ahead. I'm going to jump way ahead because uh, as we've been talking, I put I'm starting to write down an honorable mention list. And of course, uh, I don't know if it was you, Biff, because you're an asshole, or you, Joe, because you're a bad person. But when we were texting about this, yeah. one of you said uh, the tire sound of your dad screeching. Away. That would be me. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Which to this day is how All Star Tommy got his name. By the way, and, and that's for we'll table that for a later day. One day, I remember I'm in the house. Like this was, I spent two summers there playing hockey. And one day, we're watching something. It comes on, and he, and he's like, "Do you know where your children are?" And he's like, "I do." And he looked right at me. The once. If he wasn't so funny and charming, but it was so cold and so fucking funny. It's like that's where the dark god. humor really comes from. Oh my god! You know the. For a long time. Wow, that's a good one. What do you got? What do you got, Joe? Um, what do we just stop now? Because I, you know that just that just brought up such a memory. No, go ahead. <laughs> what do you got? All right, I'm going to nerd it up a little bit, and I think of maybe um, I think uh, Biff might appreciate this, and maybe he's maybe shocked. Um, uh, as a kid, I liked Computer Lab in elementary school, and our computers were all Apple computers. So the Ooh. sound of the Apple IIe starting Apple IIe, up. Yeah. With a disk drive, so you would yeah. it would start up, it would go beep, and then the disk drive would initiate, which would basically it would just go, 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 go. and right, so right, like yeah. that sort of that beep, yeah. go, 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 that sound meant oh I get to play Oregon Trail, like oh <laughs> I get to play oh my know, god I used to play Load Runner, but yeah right Load Load Runner, uh, or yeah. I get to you know I get to program in Logo Writer, which was like a mm. drawing program for. Um, mm. and one of the things I drew, one of the first things I drew because I knew how to draw like the coordinates and I, I mapped it out on yeah. a graph paper and then I drew it on logo writer was, uh, uh, Batman was oh, a Batman yeah. thing from, because yeah. it was 89, you know, right. the movie had come out and, uh, I'm, I'm a nerd. So, but the Apple two E startup sound with a beep and the disc drive. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll see if I can dig that out. I'm sure somebody has it on YouTube. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, Okay, I'm going to stay in that theme. And the end of high school, no, the beginning of college uh, is when we had a computer at my parents' house. I had a typewriter my first year at Fitchburg, humble brag. But when I went home is when they had their first computer, and they had one of those DOS matrix printers. Where you, matrix. Make, where you had to thread. Matrix, oh, matrix, yeah. What a pain in the ass to thread. And and then if you if you were yeah. printing out a paper that had like more than let's say one page, if it didn't feed through just right, but that sound oh yeah. Of it I, I remember I remember yeah. I remember yeah. I had a dot matrix printer at my house in the eighties. And like if we had a yard sale, like I would use like my computer to print out a banner that said yard sale because we yeah. had that computer paper. I'm gonna go somewhere completely different, and this is kind of this is kind of a rerun, this is kind of a rehash. But I, you know, I 
decided not to take it off, which is the there is a noise made by Ultraman when he's transforming. Which oh, yeah. is not unlike the, you know, that six million dollar man noise in a way. But that, you know, that was like it's a, you know, and more important than God- Godzilla has a different kind of an importance for my childhood, but Ultraman was like the important there's Ultraman and there's also there's two other things called Kamen Rider and then Kikaider, but those were the really the important ones for the Japanese kids because they were on TV. Right. And so everybody saw it and everybody talked about it. Um, so is that how I mean, because yeah, if that's in the same wheelhouse, it's like, well, you know what, I don't want to jump ahead. Do you have any thoughts on that, Biff? Uh, uh Joe? Um, no, I wasn't into Ultraman or anything like that. So it's not <laughs> No, because no. I get it. Because Ultraman wasn't my thing, but the Transformer sound is is a yeah. key. Oh yes, the, the... Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a good one. And yeah. I and I think there is a thing of um, just now Ultraman aside, right? Just like you know, when all the kids are watching the show, right? You know, the things that's just kind of associated with that, you know, because you know you kind of talk about the last night's episode, kind of right, thing, right? So, oh, that's great. That's a cool one. Uh, what do you got, Joe? Um, I'm going to kind of tie that in with uh, what Biff said and what you said earlier about uh, the lightsaber sound. Mine mine would be the Ghostbusters proton pack energizing. Mm. That sort of, that, yep. that yep. sort of, that energizing. And if you wish, the neutrona wand blasting the <laughs> when they're actually catching the ghosts. Yeah. Um, that would, I mean, not only from the movie, but the cartoon um, every Saturday morning, the go- the real ghostbusters would be on. And I mean, that obviously the classic theme, but like just the, the sound of the, and it just like, it, it meant coolness was about to happen. No, yeah, that's, yeah, great, that's yeah. a great one. Yeah. And it's so you, you know what I mean? It, it, right. It's like, no, I mean, it, it's it literally when you said that, it's like, yeah, yeah. Who you are is based on these sounds. <laughs> and I have a proton pack in the basement that I bought a few years ago <laughs> that makes that sound. Like it's like a little, you know, it, it's nice. Oh God, I hit myself. No, but we nice. went trick or treating. Yeah. And, and the whole time, because our kids were young enough, it's like, yeah. you know, and we, we had Ghostbuster outfits and Joe had on a loop playing. Like, oh, yes. On my iPhone or yeah. iPad, iPod. Yeah. I'm going I'm going backwards. And again, this was like the lightsaber. It was a real Sophie's Choice moment to come up with one sound that I'm going to play here after I say it. Star Trek Enterprise, the beaming up. The sound of the, uh, 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 you know, you know, oh, the transporter, the transporter. Yep, the transporter. Yeah. I, I, I mean, literally, if the if we lived in a perfect world, every door in my house would slide open <laughs> and <laughs> shut with that sound of the Wait, doors but opening. Like, um, like, isn't the do you have a ring? Because aren't the rings, uh, whatever, customizable? Can you do that? Oh, I, 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 you know what? I, but, but yeah, I mean, again, the, the, the photon torpedoes firing is different than the lasers which is different but the one sound that truly i i i I cannot wait to live in a world where i can 
beam down to the planet <laughs> instantly. And that sound is so yeah. unique. All right, what, what do we got now, Biff? I'm going in a completely, completely different way. And it's the sound of you taking the tab off of a soda can. Okay. Because I t- and, oh, and I get tab it, off a soda can. Yeah, yeah. I mean the the removable tab. The removable ones. So a couple things. Number one, that you know, and I think um, I don't remember many in this country, but there was definitely a few commercials in Japan where that sound was part of the you know the commercial, right? Right. You know the the whole act and the sound. But I think the more than anything else, uh, it's because in general, like soda was not something that was you know bought that much in my household. So, you know, it was generally a rare thing that I, you know, later on when I started to just go to the stores by myself, yeah, it became more of a common thing. But earlier on, it was like, you know, we didn't have sodas laying around the house. And so, you know, getting that yeah, chance to open that soda can, that was that was a thing. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, what do we got, Joe? Um, well, I'm going to stay on brand, on Joe brand. And um, actually, for the first time, talk about game shows. Oh, oh, of course. And I got to say, like, I was running through the gamut of all the possible game show sounds that could, you know, I could use as like an example of what defined my childhood watching game shows. But I have to say, like, the most simple, basic sound that permeated through many game shows, especially like the prices, right, mm-hmm. would be the ding. Just yeah. like the, the Mark Goodson... Right brand right. ding yeah you know like if you get a right answer or put it up on the board or you know that sort of thing you know they it's just like just like a simple like or if somebody was bidding on the prices right in contestants row like i bid 300 dollars and then it would say 300 ding like that ding is yeah that's it that's like the most basic simple 70s 80s game show sound um you t- you'd hear it on like um I think, I don't know if you'd hear it on a family feud so much, but you hear it on like any other, like anything with a scoreboard or anything like that. Yeah. Um, like a hundred thousand dollar pyramid. Right. Anything like you display, as soon as you display the answer kind of a thing, right? It's the yeah. Thing or you the, display right. the score yeah. or a number. Score, yes. yeah, yep. yeah. 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 Oh, yes. The price is right. Ding. I would guess I would call it. Well, this sound had a distinct like sound too. I don't remember growing up in a house with this. My memory doesn't go back to us having one, but one of the staples, one of the things that I will associate with my, my, my grandparents, tiny little apartment. They had, you know, my mom's entire life, uh, their rotary phone. Yeah, which weighed at least I don't want to exaggerate 400 pounds <laughs> like like you could literally bludgeon somebody, you know, you would call our house, let it ring once. And then that means my parents would call me back or my mom would call me back. Parents, <laughs> no one has two parents, Jimmy. <laughs> let's let's make an oath right now. If any of us like win the lottery, we have to whatever the cost are have working rotary phones put in our house just so we can call each other all right biff i mean this is this might be a tough choice what's your last sound okay this is going to be a funny one but um 
You know the chug that the 8-track makes when you're flipping songs? Yes! The chug, yeah. A dead sound. The 8-track chug. <laughs> no, I, I mean, you have you ever been in a car that had a working 8-track, Joe? No, not in a car. Not for many years, right? <laughs> I did have I did have a uh, an eight track player that didn't work. Everybody okay. had one. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Older sibling, older sibling, give you a broken eight track. Eh, maybe he can <laughs> right. figure this out. Yeah. Oh, that's great, Biff. What is the what is the last eight track that you think you listened to? Oh, I, I know which one it is because um, the last eight track that kind of existed in my life was at my parents' house. So there's actually um, this, um, uh, for some reason, I think my mom was hung up on it. There was this uh, concert of these, um, like this bunch of performers playing these, you know, nostalgia songs. It's a, it's a Japanese eight track of, a, of this one particular concert. Really hoping you were going to say Molly Hatchet, but you know, Molly Hatchet. <laughs> Uh, but that you no, know, that I, would be appropriate, like right. right, right, sure, rock, sure. right? I, I was thinking that, like thirty-eight special. Like I was yeah. like, what would be? But I was going with Molly. No, I, I, I did. I, you know, uh, yeah, I, I almost had something similar, like putting a cassette into a, a recorder. Yeah. What do you got there, Joe? Well, as we were getting winding down here, I had something on my list, and I scratched it off because it was a TV theme, and it was like, man, that's kind of lame. Um, so I'm scram. I was scrambling. So this is a scramble. But it was probably like it's and it's so esoteric to me and specific to me and my home that I don't think you can source this sound. And for some reason, as we were talking about our childhoods, I was thinking back on like what I heard the most a lot in my house. And it's not me crying or my parents yelling or any <laughs> funny answer like that, Jacques. Um, at least I had a father. Um, <laughs> I. Uh, the 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 sound that I can think of the most that associates with me like having fun going too fun fun coming to me is we used my back door mostly we didn't use our front door and the way through my back door had a screen door and in the summertime you leave the front interior door open and the and the screen door would be you know closed and just you let the breeze in. So that sound of the, not the sound of the door opening, but the screen door slamming. Yeah. Like that, that sort of, that. so like. Did, the, did it shut the whole way? Did it, did it actually? Oh yeah, it latched. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because most of them slam so hard so often, you it, get about a three day thing before it doesn't really latch. latch. Right, it would just bounce off the latch. No, this, right. the, the sound of the screen door slamming me, like my sister was coming home with her friend or something, or I was, you know, uh, Jim was coming over or I was leaving the house or to go off and do something fun or I don't know, like just, just the, the sound, but that sound of that screen door, which I've since remedied. Like now that I go, my, my mother still lives in the same house. So when I go there to visit, I'm, I'm, I'm constantly kind of repairing the door because for some reason it keeps breaking and um, the wind catches it and it, like, it, you know, right. it, it, but I've, I've since like, looking back on it if i knew more about like how a screen door works i would have adjusted the hydraulic pump so that it wouldn't slam but um that's my esoteric memory 
from childhood that mm. uh, I, I thought of at the last minute. So no, my, that's a good happy memory. Screen door uh, my, slamming. My, mine's in the same. Uh, mine's in the same vein. It's a very distinct sound, and we all know this. The sound, and I, 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 I it's a dodgeball. But it's also a kickball. It's also like it like uh, uh, square, four square, like it that those those red, four red corners, ball, four corners, right? I mean that the that red ball. that yeah. sound of it hitting concrete or you your know, head or your yes, somebody's face. or your yeah, friend's head. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say my friend's head, like, like Joe. Growing up, I was the thrower. <laughs> I was the I was the I was the we played bombardment. And I was I was the one that was being bombarded. Yeah. Had Joe and I grown up the same age in the same town, here's how it would have gone down. It's like, I throw the ball. It hits Joe. Joe looks at me and says, we're on the same team, Jacques. <laughs> and then I get new glasses. <laughs> and I laugh and laugh. And wow. I'm called the R word and the F word. All oh, the 80s. Um, as popularized in the movie Dodgeball. <laughs> if you can dodge a wrench. <laughs> I think I think a variant of that for me is the sound of the plastic sticks for indoor floor hockey. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It was it was an announcement at every session whenever we had it. You know, so obviously we have to have gym, a uh, PE as part of uh, whatever, and we have to do it inside. So they say, Oh, we're gonna do floor hockey today. And the first thing the teacher will say is, is okay, all you boys. Do not bend the blade. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Oh God. I remember. Yeah. You'd like push it down on the ground to like get it yeah. to really bend. Right. Do right. not bend the blade. You, you could. You could. You could. You could get. Yeah. You know, an old yeah. boom boom Jeffrey on yeah. curve yeah. and shoot around a corner like literally those. <laughs> they were like highlight sticks. Yeah. You yeah. know, uh, gentlemen. Again, thank you for indulging me in this overwhelmingly. Uh, Self-indulgent-y, self-indulgent yeah. theater of a sideshow. is self-indulgent. Yeah, yeah. What are you talking yeah. about? Uh, honorable mention, by the way, to the uh, wiffle ball sound. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know ball. what? Hey, hey. Let's, wiffle. Let, 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 ball, let, the wiffle ball, ball whistle. Wiffle ball. Okay. Like, give me, was there any on your list that you guys could get to that we have an honorable mention? I mean, I was going to say the honeymooners theme, but nah. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. that's good. Because I, I, I had the 20th Century Fox yeah. You know, like, but the one, because it changed right. a little, and from like 74 to 81, that was like really one. Uh, you know, Biff, I had one for you. Uh huh. But, and, and I looked it up, and after all these years, I didn't know it. Not a big metalhead, wasn't my thing, but my sister did get pyromania. Uh-huh. And one of the most quintessential music things in my childhood, Glutton, Gleaving, Gloving, Glovin. Glovin, yeah. Which I thought was. Is this Dutch? Is it Norwegian? No, it's just gibberish. gibberish it, it, yeah. it was just gibberish, but I thought they were counting to four. Counting and I think Offspring uh, reused that in a later they did. song. Yep. Yes, yep. pretty right? fly for a white guy. Yeah. Uh, uh, speaking of only Boston sounds, I crossed it off my list because it kind of uh, coincided with the PBS logo. Was in Boston, they would have the WGBH yeah, logo yeah. that that mm. little electronic it was very uh anxiety inducing um another honorable mention to anxiety inducing sounds on television the old viacom logo like the floating v that would come towards the screen and that's that little jingle that went with it nightmare fuel for this young lad yeah i had one that kind of 
was along the lines of your chime thing, which was that I actually had the TTC, which is the Toronto Transit Commission, I think it's called. That you know they used to have. I don't think they have it anymore, but they used to have these street cards, and there's that had that street card ding ding ding, and the whole you know the whole ensemble of you know noise that came with you know street cars in general. Yeah, I had Got- that. On- no, that it, again. I'm glad that I'm glad that you had different perspective from living in and Canada and living in Japan. You know, because I knew Joe and I would have so much crossover. And Joe, it was everything I could not to make a smart mouth thing when you're talking growing up and in the house. And then you're like, "All right, it's not any asshole thing here. No, it's not like that yelling in Portuguese asshole." It's, right. Yeah. But it, but but what a great happy little sound to to think about that. You know, it's, it's like. Oh, the screen door slamming. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Again, guys, this was super fun. Uh, thank you for, you know, thank you for in, indulging me. And I'll, I'll leave you guys with your thoughts. I don't have too much except, you know, just say, hey, you know, the uh, there are I think there are some a lot of these sounds that are like don't kind of don't exist anymore. Right. So I think to some degree, you know, and I don't know to what I mean. You know, we're at least lucky that we could preserve a lot of these things, but certainly we, you know, we've had, we, I think we have uh, all these dead sounds that, you know, we'll probably never hear again, right? From whenever. So kind of cool to just at least rehash some of them. It's always best to remember and don't forget.